Attention patriots. Tired of the tyranny and crime in the sanctuary cities? Flee the city and seek refuge in the American Redoubt. FleeTheCity.com. Move to the freedom of Idaho, Montana, or Wyoming. FleeTheCity.com. FleeTheCity.com. Listen, do you hear that sound? It started low, but it's getting progressively louder. Into a crescendo, even louder. Irresistible ending in an ear-splitting blast of mass disruption. That's the sound of America's economic and political systems crashing to the ground. But we have a plan. We will be ready to restore political sanity. We will be ready to answer the call of productive America. We will restore America's industrial base and put America back to work. We will shut down political correctness and restore decency and positive media to America. We will save our constitution, our traditional way of life, our customs, and religion. We will restore sound money and crush the debt-based system of monetary slavery. And we will end America's foreign misadventures. We are the American Freedom Party, and we have a plan. Learn more about us, the American Freedom Party, dot U.S. You're listening to Resolution Radio. Radio. Radio.
Well, hello again, guys. We're on our way to as far up Mount Etna as we can go. Uh, I found a better place to go uh, than we were trying to do before, uh, where we sort of the video probably got cut in the middle of when we started to get up into some nice forests. Uh, this is a few days later. Uh, got the batteries recharged here. We are on uh, the E40 Fry. E40 Fry. Uh, or the uh, E. Or no, they say E. Like it's E. E Quattro Cinque. Something like that. Um, their highway, which as you can see, for the most part, very well maintained. Uh, speed limit of 130 mile, uh, kilometers per hour. Wish it was miles per hour. Well, this thing probably won't go that fast. Uh, and yeah, so we are on our way up. There is a German milk truck. Oh boy, watch out. Probably a lot of shibboleths are getting rustled as we drive past that thing. Uh, yes, uh, oh man, that animal, that body, don't know what that is. We're gonna recirculate the air in the cabin here for everybody. Thankfully, you don't have to smell what I just smelled. It smells like a fucking dead body, though. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Man. Yeah, they say there's nothing like uh, the stench of death. And, you know, you may have caught a whiff of it, you know, maybe uh, going past roadkill or something, but holy shit. I, uh, I just had to hit the button to recirculate the air here in the cabin, and, uh, it's actually still in the air. Like, it's taking a while to be filtered out. Man, that's that's awful. I wouldn't be surprised if it is like an actual dead body. Um, it is an island after all, and they have limited places to dump them. Um, and there are, people do disappear. That's the funny thing, it's like the murder stats here are relatively low, um, but the mur missing person stats are really high, so people will really just disappear. Um, but in any case, uh, we are on our way to the top of the volcano, as far as we can go, um, and it's a place that actually has a pretty good view, and some nice shots of Caldera, now dormant Caldera, uh, from previous eruptions that look kind of cool. So we are approximately 500 feet AGL. It's above sea level, for those of you out in Ray Rhinelander. Uh, we have about two kilometers until our exit here, and then we're gonna be getting off and going on a bunch of switchbacks, or switchback roads. So, uh, we haven't gotten a whole lot of highway driving, but uh, I'm gonna make one more video probably in the uh, next couple days of some more highway driving. Um, I forgot to do it on the way down, and there's some really cool areas in Reggio Calabria that, um, I feel like you're driving on the highway for hours and there's more tunnels than there are like open roads. It's really quite a, an amazing engineering feat. They haven't figured out how to do well yet, we may have just noticed, uh, are the expansion gaps in bridges. Remember bridges in America used to be like this before they got replaced. Um, for the most part, they haven't all been replaced, but like on a highway that's as smooth and nice as this one, where the speed limit is 130 kilometers per hour, which is something like 80 plus. Um, they have the bridges built in these like modular sections, so when you go over them, it's like kajunk, 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 and it's like a really long bridge. It's just like, all right, 
It's always hot here, it almost never freezes, so I don't know why they just don't figure out how to do that the right way, but whatever, that's fine. As with a lot of the infrastructure that you see uh, that was done in the last 20 years or so, uh, the, the main problem with it is that it uh, there's a lot of uh, graft going on. So the EU appropriates 20 million euro to do a project, only a million euro go to the project, 19 million go to, well, a lot of it goes to the mob, a lot of it just goes into people's pockets. Um, it's a fucking racket. And they'll even, I was talking to some Italians about this, like they'll even go, we have to go to this whole booth here, uh, they'll, they will even go and put up cones on the side of the road and not actually do any work, just to say that there's a project underway. It's hilarious. Oh, if we do the automatic machine. Great. Well, bear with me, guys. You can have a lot of fun Actually, what's interesting is they, they have automated machines here. Half a euro, that's fine. They have automated machines here. But as I was alluding to in another video, uh, they have made such a demand about workers' rights that and uh, maintaining these jobs uh, that they still have toll booth employees. It's just Monday. Uh, no, it's Tuesday. And so they're Monday and Tuesday are like these days where a lot of shit's like not open. Same with Sunday. The meme about Latin's like not working that much is definitely true. Everything closes at 1 p.m., opens back up at 5. Uh, then dinner's not open until. Oh boy, this road sucks. Uh, oh, not open until 7, 7.30. I mean, altogether, these people work like five hours a day. So, I mean. It is hot as fuck, so you do understand why people in Spain and in uh, Sicily and Italy, parts of Italy, like, do the indoor routine from one to four. But, um, when you need to get shit done and you need, like, a pharmacy open and they're all shut, it's really gay. It's really hard to get used to. So, we're on some surface roads here, uh, heading on up north. I have a story to tell about the, uh... The, con the content, the, the footage that I was filming previously of uh, those windy roads and kind of the, the, the rural parts of Sicily with the mountains and looking very much like California. Where here it looks very, uh, more like the East Coast, more like the Midwest of the United States. Um, and yeah, so there was, uh, I was actually, right before the camera died, overheated it didn't die um, and this might overheat so hopefully it doesn't overheat the good parts but the camera overheated right as I was about to get to this area that I had seen a couple weeks before and I had made a point of like wanting to go there it wasn't at the top of my list but I just happened to bump into it yesterday and of course the camera is too hot to like turn on again and, and do any footage there but um, it, it is a collection of ghost towns uh, and I, you know, I was talking about these, you know, one euro houses for rent and or to purchase and like whatever that are available that just to have people come live in them and take care of them and whatever. Uh, that's not what these are. Um, it, it's actually a collection of ghost towns. Uh, and in Italian, Borgo is roughly analogous or roughly equivalent to like a village or a or like a an estate or something. Um, a lot of them turn into villages you know, in, in previous eras, but 
there's a collection of Borgo um, that are in that area that I was in. Um, and they are ghost towns, completely abandoned. And when I first saw the the images of them, I, I didn't, it was just like, oh, that's cool. I want to go check that out. I uh, just never got a real chance to do it. But I assumed that they were hundreds of years old and uh, simply just, I don't know, the economy changed and uh, they disappeared, you know, or they were Jewed out of their uh, living by industrialization or who knows what, just assumptions on my part. Uh, and so I looked up the area, this is how I stumbled upon this, so I looked up the area that I was in and I realized how close I was and so uh, I went and checked these things out and they are, this is a, this is a really uh, enraging story but it's also uh, got a lot of lessons baked into it too. Uh, so collection of five villages uh, in the 1950s post-World War II Fascism lost, America won, America fighting against communism, socialism, like whatever, like we talked about in the deep dive with Warren on uh, the Iron Prefect. Uh, they used the mafia after World War II to sort of kind of enforce um, the law there in Sicily the way they wanted it enforced, but also to keep out communism. Like that's how that was done. And but there were still communist tendencies, right? I mean, obviously, if fascism lost, you're going to have uh, anti-fascism and Jews and everybody um, pushing for the ideology that they wanted to have all along. And so, uh, really, really sharp turn there. Um, yeah, we're going to have some steep climbs coming up. And so they... They were, there was this whole mentality still of, okay, we beat Hitler, we beat Mussolini, the king is to blame for Mussolini, um, thus the wealthy and privileged classes are also to blame for Mussolini, uh, and so the, the problem of poverty, extreme poverty and neglect and, um, people in Sicily not having a, a livable uh, income or anything. I mean, one of the things that, one of the things we didn't mention on the deep dive, the reason why that uh, Mussolini became so popular in the South and in Sicily beyond crushing the mafia is that after he crushed the mafia, he was helping them industrialize. I, I fucking hate when these fucking people do this shit. Um, like that person just like cuts the entire corner. It's like, yeah, there's somebody else using the fucking road other than you, fuckhead. You fucking gabagool fuckhead. Like going around the corner. I see the buses do it too. It's just like lazy wop shit. Sorry. You're gonna... One of these videos I'm gonna fucking unleash on these people because I've been here for a while now and it's like starting to get under my skin. I'm just, You stick around in a place and the charm starts to wear thin and then you realize like, yeah, nah. Oh, we'll do that some other time, though. Um, but this is this contributes to it. This story that I'm about to tell you contributes to it. So they're all about soaking these aristocratic classes, and especially because, as we pointed out on the deep dive. Oh, one thing I, I was going down a tangent, and then I never went back. Got to go back to that. So one of the things Mussolini did uh, was he helped these farmers industrialize. Uh, 
and for the very brief period after the mafia was crushed, he was helping them to industrialize. And that's one of the reasons why, uh, another reason why Mussolini is so popular even today. So that's another piece. Um, but, so they wanted to soak the rich, right? These aristocrats, the 11th hour fascists, the people that uh, eventually allied with Mussolini and uh, with fascism. Um, and then they lost the war, right? So these people, even though there was no denazification done in Italy, um, and actually not very much de il duchification if we're gonna use that word, um, done because there's like 20,000 fascist mon monuments up all, all over Italy and it's so funny, like there's like too many to take down. Like they wanna take them down, but they're everywhere. And, you know, including around the Stadio and, and uh, I'm driving through some Roman ruins here. Uh, even in the Stadio in uh, in Rome, with all those sort of like uh, athletic statues and whatever, that's that was all Mussolini, and they like can't take that down because it's like it, it's like it would piss the people off. It's like this is beauty. Why would you take it down? And there's like no argument. You just don't have a good argument for it. It's like but Mussolini, but it's like okay, but it's our beautiful stadium. We like. What are you going to replace it with? Like a black cube or something? Okay. I promise not so many tangents today. Back on track. So they're soaking these aristocrats who lost the war because they allied with fascists. So they're trying to teach them this lesson that if you side with fascists, you're going to lose and you're going to lose double. Um, tree in the middle of the road. You're going to lose double. And we're going to make sure that you pay double the price because of your uh, because of what you did. I mean, you you could have accepted communism and you would have lost any, any pretty much everything anyway. They would have done the same thing to you anyway. You might as well have fought. I mean, that's my position is like fascism is the right cause. Uh, but there were all these borgos, these aristocratic estates, that a lot of the these poorer um, people worked on. Now, I'm not making the argument for. Uh, fiefdoms and serfdoms and everything, but um, that's that's the way that the economy worked. And as we pointed out in the deep dive, when they got rid of the mafia, the profits of these aristocrats and the people who were paying rent uh, increased by 400%. It was insane. It was an insane amount of, um, of improvement. And so uh, there there was just overwhelming success with uh, Mussolini's programs. And when that all went away and the mafia was reinstalled, shit went back to normal. Lots of taxes and protection money being paid and um, that was that. So things went back to the way they were. And the, the, the big problem for aristocrats was they lost the war and even if America and the Mafia were kind of like, you know, Europe was essentially becoming under the under the sort of rule of America in the West, part of Zog. Um, that's that's how it was going. I'm making sure that I'm going down the right right path. And so they felt like they were on thin ice and. They, after fighting this war and losing, they didn't have much of an argument to make. Um, under normal circumstances, they should have.
but oh man, this, these hills just keep going up and up and up. I'll have to do a check in on the elevation here at some point because my ears are popping pretty bad. I would guess that we're at two to three thousand feet already, and then houses will start to disappear. But anyway, so the government in Sicily, and I forget the name of the woman who was in charge, but had she was left leaning. Uh, aligned with communists and their proposal for dealing with the poverty was not to do any programs that <laughs> that, that Mussolini was starting to implement uh, not to do any of the programs that uh... Jesus fucking Christ now I feel Alex McNabb's pain fucking cheap Cherokee that's the thing it's like they give these people big cars They've never had them before. And then they all drive like they're the fucking kings of the road. Like they need four feet on each side. It's like, fuck you, faggot. Yeah, mamma mia. Anyway. Gotta make sure I'm paying attention to where I'm going because I actually don't even know the name of this town. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, yeah. Before I start road raging. So, this left-leaning government in Sicily in the early 1950s proposed as a solution to the uh, poor people problem, um, instead of having money come from, instead of having money come from the government uh, in Rome, and do what they should have done a long time ago, which was which was what they're doing now, incidentally, um, of, of start having this money coming in um, from from Rome and paying for like just not neglecting the place, right? Like if you're gonna have control of the territory, then fucking act like it. Man, fucking bumps. I wish this thing was rear-wheel drive so I could fucking just like fucking go around these turns like butter. But no, front-wheel drive. So it just does that whenever you turn the wheel and hit the gas too hard. Fucking piece of shit. Hyundai. That's another thing. But we'll we'll, we'll table that tangent here uh, for a little bit. So they propose. Yes, I'm finally getting to the shot. They propose to take all of this land away as an experiment in this valley that, that was filming in the other day. Take land away from these five large estates, probably like the the political enemies of, of, the, of the regime in, in Palermo at the time. And take them, these beautiful estates with like terraced farmland and just amazing that had been there for hundreds of years, if not thousands of years, I'm sure that those were. Roman estates, and actually, I was reading some detail on the on the land um, deeds and how far back they went, and and whatever. And the government didn't give a shit. They were just like, "Yeah, so uh, you allied with fascism, and uh, you lost, and uh, so you're going to give your land up to all the poor people that you've been taking advantage of for forever and ever and ever. And, like, ignore mafia, ignore, you know." every other factor, ignore Jewish power, 
as always, and just make make this guy who took the wrong side in the war uh, pay for this. And you're gonna they expropriated all of these estates, and they say that they gave them fair market for them, but they but they didn't. They didn't give them fucking fair market. Um, and they and people who refused um, got fucked. They got fucked pretty bad. Yeah, we're starting to go up. Um, and you can see that the the fauna, uh, or no, that flora has, has changed. I always confuse flora and fauna because fauna sounds like fawn. Um, like, you know, like fern, fawn, I don't know. But I think the easy way to remember is flora, flower, fawn, like deer. And then that's easy to, easy to remember. Oh, wait, a lot of switchbacks coming out. So they take all this land from these people and they tear these estates down and they they build five villages giant fucking tour bus they build five villages and I'm not going to even begin to remember the names but you can look up one of them it's called Piano del Torre Borgo Piano del Torre something like that the other one is like Borgo Chiniza or something like this. And they're just ghost towns. They call them ghost towns. But they should call them like failed communist, failed commie Jew fuck experiments, what they should call them. Because what they did was they uh, built these towns in the 1950s. Uh, and they did this with niggers too in America, which is kind of funny. This is like a, um, a thing that people did, um, kind of a, an experiment of sorts. I should have stopped there, but that guy was in the fucking way. Um, an experiment of sorts, because the view from up here is like, holy shit. An experiment of sorts uh, that, that ultimately failed. Um, and in before, like, Italians or blacks, um, there is an element of truth to that, because the poorest people um, tend to be, like, in these sort of multicultural, sort of long-standing melting pot sort of societies they tend to be like the the lowest on the genetic totem pole um so yeah that's how that is the uh, the peasant shaped head thing is is a real phenomenon um and the skin color too like the, i noticed like the darker the the homeless people few of them though there may be in sicily tend to be like the darkest complexion so those are the people that they moved into these towns uh, in the countryside, beautiful countryside. There is, there was a, 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 uh, creek of some sort or a river that was running through that area. So access to fresh water, like spring fed, clean water, um, land for animals to graze. Somebody builds a fucking home for you. They not only build a home, they build a goddamn town with a church and everything. And it looks like this, like, 1950s sort of, like, shitty architecture that they were doing back then. But they tried to make it look like a quaint Italian village kind of in the countryside. And they were trying to jumpstart these, like, little commie communes. Um, and I guess the conditions were weren't that great uh, for the commies because they didn't want to go live there. They just like made the poor people like go live there. Uh, and the project was so fucking corrupt that they, that they didn't, they didn't even, um, 
bother to run electricity or running water out there. Now, that shouldn't have been a problem. I mean, they did build kind of a modern-looking village, but, I mean, the thing is, is, like, when you're looking at these villages in Italy that you drive through and, like, whatever, you have to think about the fact that modernity just touched these places in, like, like five, the last 5% of their existence. For the first 95% of their existence, they had no running water other than aqueducts if they still existed and were functional. Um, they had no electricity. So if you have a stream and you have farmland and you have these structures that are pretty well made, already created, then like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what, what's the matter with you? Like, why can't you just, like, get your shit together, guy? Um, and that's, these people just are, like, unable to function. Uh, and so they had, the first village was this, like, trial run. And they had 120 people go live there. 100, 120 people go live there. Uh, or accept these, these homes. Like, we're going to give you a free home. And impoverished person who didn't even have a home. That's the other thing. These people had no home. They were like serfs, uh, and they were subsistence tier, and they were being given free homes to go homestead, and they accepted it. Like, oh, free home in the countryside. Look, we're taking from the rent. You know, all the propaganda shit um, that is that is like piled up to the ceiling with that. Uh, and of the 120 people that accepted to go live in this like flagship village, the Borgo Chinese or whatever it's called. Uh, I think something like <laughs> low double digits actually like moved in and it's really pathetic, like extremely low double digits moved in and uh, then <laughs> they uh, abandoned it within a year. I guess they were originally supposed to have electricity run out there, but they never like pulled that shit off. So people eventually moved out, but imagine that. Like, even in 1950s Italy, where, from today, the people of that time were closer, in terms of a year count, in terms of duration, uh, to a time period in which there was no electricity and no running water, no telephone, no internet, no airplanes, no fucking cars, than they are today. And those people could not, like, even handle, like, just 40 years of... In the, in the convenience of all this shit, could not even handle creating something for themselves. It's not possible. Like, it's like this levels of, like, don't feed the animals tier that shouldn't even be possible. Um, and I don't even think, like, National Socialism would have, like, a good, a good outcome for those people. I mean, you could give them electricity and water and, like, wash their ass and tie their fucking shoes and these people would still probably just become alcoholics. Like, that's what they would do. It would just become, like, fucking, like, alcoholism. It would basically be, like, American Indians. And I don't know what you do with those people. We're going through a lava field. A really cool lava field with a lot of, uh, wildflowers, purple wildflowers. And of course, there's no place to pull off to take a fucking goddamn picture. Yes, my patience is wearing very thin with the Mamma Mia shit. Um, it really is. <laughs> like, the first thing Mussolini had to do was get the trains to run on time, then tie people's shoes, then show them how to, like, you know, like, clean up after themselves and not throw trash on the ground. And it's like, Jesus fucking fuck. So, 
But uh, yeah, I just saw the sign. We're going up toward the Criteri Silvestri. Sylvester. Yeah, we're going to the Sylvester Stallone crater. The uh, I just learned that he was a Michelin the other day because uh, I was in the town where Sylvester Stallone's father was from and uh, I didn't realize that Sylvester Stallone's dad married a kike. And so, uh, yeah, she... Celeste, that makes Sylvester Stallone a, uh, a mish. A mish. Maybe they should just call him Misha. I always thought he looked kind of weird. Anyway. So, to, to close on these idiotic villages that they built, they're still there. And they have never been inhabited since. The, when, after the experiment failed and became, like, just imagine the, you know, in an absent social media, but like the, the sort of rumor mills of small towns in Italy where everybody hates the mafia, still favors fascism, hates communism, and this little communist experiment where they took away all these estates fucking failed, and the, the people who had been allied with fascism were essentially like, yeah, I, told, I fucking told you so. Can we have our estates back now? And the government was like, no, you can't. And they have sat empty ever since. And eventually ownership got transferred over to the, I was reading on the current history of this, got transferred over to the, um, what is it? The uh, Castello Francavilla di Sicilia town. And it's turned into a fucking shit show. Like the town doesn't want to let anyone try to homestead that shit even though there are like willing people that want to do it, even without electricity. Uh, there's a swastika on the side of that rock, that's funny. I'll have to go back and take a picture of that. Um, and it's turned into a place where people do kind of urban exploration. And there's other, like, what is that? I think it's urban exploration. There's some, some other like hip, hipster name for people who like crawl through abandoned buildings, I forget what it's called. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's turned into a shit show. People are going up there and getting hurt. Um, they're not closing it off. Uh, but the area that I turned around yesterday after the camera got overheated, there was like a gate with a padlock on it. And apparently up the road from that gate was where all this was. One of these towns. But I'm not going to go up there. Because I don't know, you know, what do I... Call me a pussy, whatever. You know, fall and get hurt. There's no cell coverage. Like, what do I do? Die up there? Like, I mean, no. That's not gonna be. The, that's gonna be the end. End of my existence. Sorry, it's not happening. Um, uh, so just a house up here. So I guess people have tried living up here, even though we're in a lava field. Kind of dangerous. But yeah, I was thinking about that the other day too. Some of these houses have gotten buried by lava in these like once every 20 year eruptions. Somebody on Telegram was asking me how often does it erupt and the answer to that is two to three times a year and occasionally every 10 to 20 years a pretty severe eruption. Every 500 to 1,000 years. Not a, um, a Pliny, a Plinian eruption, but a Strombolian eruption. Been learning about these different types of eruptions, um, looking into volcanoes and things like that. And uh, yeah, um, Stromboli is an island in Sicily. It's not just a thing that you eat for lunch. Um, and I didn't know that, but the entire island in the Tyrrhenian Sea is uh, a, a, a volcano. There's a town on it, 
on the part where the lava like never flows, sort of flows down the other side. But that thing is called Stromboli because of the sort of like violent eruptions that it has. Uh, I don't know what they have for sale. Oh, those are candles for shrines and stuff. It's like Mexico tier <laughs> shrines, candle shrines. Um, yeah. Pano del Vescovo. Yeah, interesting. Don't even remember what I was talking about. Ooh, abandoned building. Yes. Oh, yeah. Abandoned building. Thank you for reminding me of abandoned building. Uh, yeah, lava flows have come down and destroyed some of the people's homesteads that try to live up this high. First of all, nobody wants to live, a, a, like, more than a mile in the air. Like, that's, it just sucks. Like, you have to change the way that you cook. Water boils differently. Um, it's, like, harder to breathe, which just sucks. It's like, why, why would you... Why would you want to do that? Nobody wants to do that. Um, and you're in lava fields. Like, why the fuck would you want to do that up here? And uh, what's funny, though, is... Let's think about this. What lengths will humans go in the future to get away from plaques? Would you live in a lava field if the chance of an eruption uh, could kill you once every hundred years or the chance of being mauled by a feral pack of blacks could happen next Tuesday. I don't know. The risk of being in the lava field seems to diminish uh, with each passing day where Jews remain in power. It's, it's just uh, unbelievable. Um, there's somebody's driveway. Black volcanic ash. So anyway, uh, I'm going to cut the video here because I need to focus on driving and it's going to overheat and I need it to be cool for when we get to the top. So we will see you all shortly.
gonna do uh, about 10 more minutes here. So, Mamma Mia bitch, bitch session. Mamma Mia bitch session. So, I alluded earlier to uh, the fact that the charm of a place tends to wear off. Uh, that's part of the reason I wanted to spend so much time here. Um, was to see, because you know, people have this grass is always greener mentality, and I recognize that in myself. Um, not that I want to leave America, but um, you know, you sort of when you when you go to a place in small doses, you sort of have only fond memories that start to build up about the place. And unless you really kind of spend time there and go beyond sort of the superficial layers of being a, a tourist, uh, a tourist, uh, then you don't really get to see it for what it is. Uh, and so there's there's a bunch of bunch of stuff. Um, first of all, the driving here is fucking awful, and I'll apply the same adage that I do to their food habits. Um, and I'm not talking about the the type of Italian food that's been imported to America. Um, talking about the, the the food that they consume that is like their like delicacies and stuff and I'll get to that in a second but the closer you go to the equator and the closer the, the further east you go typically um, the more mongrelized human beings become and to the extent that they, they lose a lot of their uh, humanness and we'll just say that that's like, I think human is kind of, at this point, just a euphemism for white. Let's all be human. Means, like, take care of the planet, keep things nice, don't pollute, don't kill people, you know, love love your family, love your neighbors, all that stuff. Like, all the things that they say you're supposed to do as a human, that they try to project onto other people who are never, just never going to do those things. Uh, it's just those are white qualities and the further east you go and the further toward the equator you go like the more that those are lost and I mean you can go on forever about like genetics and like why that is and whatever but, but you have that here uh, and there's an Arab admi admixture in the Sicilian population as is there it, it sort of diminishes as you go north but significant Arab admixture um, and I don't know if it's that that's what it is the proximity to Africa like I'm not sure but the, the people in Malta behave the same way too. Um, and that's not far from here. Like these, these, you know, and then you go to like Tunisia and it's also shitty. It's like even shittier. Cause then you're like on the continent of <laughs> the shittiest people on the planet. Uh, the driving is awful. Um, and it's like me first cutthroat mentality. Uh, nothing makes any sense. Like I, I could give them credit if it was like me first cutthroat mentality that like made sense and the, the rule of the game was just like you be as selfish as possible but that's not that's not really how it works either um people don't use turn signals uh there are as i mentioned before there are intersections that have no indication of, of right of way whether it's a stop sign just nothing um and it doesn't really work well when you introduce social media and phone, handheld phone shit all the time, because then people who, whose driving was already bad are paying even less attention. Um, consumerism, that Audi Q7 that just went by, uh, is 
starting to touch this place and you're getting significant wealth disparity. Uh, which is, which is, it, it causes even more problems because the people who have gotten money, um, and I, and I, from what I've seen and heard so far, a lot of it is just more graft from the system. Um, there's some successful entrepreneurs, sure, uh, but a lot of this shit is just mil milking the system. And these people, you just see them around and they are, they behave with just such utter contempt uh, for everybody, even their own people, but like also, you know, people that are not from there. Uh, and it, it's not a racial thing. They're just like, why are they even bothered with any, any of these people? So there's that. Um, and just, yeah, like so many like near misses with accidents and stuff and just, just gabagool shit, like stupid gabagool bullshit. Um, and so then you have, uh, the food again, closer you go to the equator, further east you go. I feel like there's a direct proportional relationship between the direction the southerly and the easterly direction that you go, uh, and the propensity to eat um, animals that are of like higher and higher intelligence. So it's like trending toward cannibalism. Like they love, they love horse meat here. Horses are pretty intelligent creatures. They love dolphin meat. Dolphins are some of the most intelligent creatures in the sea. Uh, they love um, octopus. Now I know octopus is kind of more of a thing that more normal, but octopus is also a very intelligent creature. And you know, I'm not a vegan or vegetarian or trying to be a pussy here, but uh, the the you go to the grocery store and, and see like the the rows of horse meat, like just next to the beef, and see the quantities of horse meat, and see that that's how much they're eating. And it's not that it's it's not that it's that much less expensive than beef or pork or chicken. It's just they like it. And it's just, I don't know what to say. Um, and then the further east you go, the further south you go, you get, they eat even weirder shit. So, no thank you, uh, not doing that. Um, and it seems like, you know, the further north you go and the further west you go, um, you know, you have like Hitler uh, and just like utter respect for animals. Yeah, consider taking a break. Consider go fucking yourself. This fucking car. I swear to God, it's made for like an Asian woman to drive. Hyundai. It's like, wake up. Have a coffee. Stay in your lane. Just speed up. Slow down. Stop tailgating people. It's like everything Asian women do. So, gotta pay the toll. Right? Right, Sicily, if you, uh, can't pay the toll, don't burn the coal. Um, and unfortunately, we're burning benzina, not coal. Obesity has arrived in Europe. Uh, it is not as bad as America, but it's definitely getting there. Um, 
you still see a lot of women and men uh, who are skinny, um, like not skinny fat. Let's devoid. Let's the divorce from the American memes and not project everything onto everything American onto uh, the, the rest of the world. Um, they uh, they're, they they kind of look the same as they always have. The usual sort of Euro sort of look. Um, got a lot of muscle dudes. Got a lot of lifting bros. Uh, you see that a lot. Um, but you also see a lot of like giant fucking lard asses who are not American. They're not tourists. They're actually like Italians. And I know that's like kind of a meme in American cinema with like uh, the Sopranos, like Bobby Bacala and uh, Donnie saying, hey, uh, Bobby, you should uh, seriously consider switching to the salads. Fucking most hilarious line of that uh, season. I forget which one that is. It was like Bobby is like struggling to like lift himself out in a, in a sort of like pull-up format out of his Cadillac Eldorado or Lincoln Lincoln Mark 8 or whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> it just says so fucking funny. You should seriously consider switching to salads. Tony, you should talk. Uh, but but yeah, you see guys like that, big Goomba, big like Bobby Bacala, um, like type characters, but um, that that's you can actually. It's funny. You can actually tell the difference between those guys, like the Martin Scorsese screen screen uh, all the like failed tryouts. Like you see those, um, but then you also see the people who have just like consumed, uh, and you see it in the grocery stores too. Uh, the grocery stores are pretty good. Um, they, I would say that the, the quality of the products is a lot better. Um, a lot of people have a higher expectation for, uh, fresh products. Um, and so you see a lot better stuff in the grocery store, but you're also starting to see the proliferation of like just uh, all the garbage from America. Like 10 years ago, you would never see uh, the quantity. Like they may have like a small little aisle with candy and some chocolate because Milka is kind of the equivalent of Cadbury in Italy and uh, Milka makes all different varieties of chocolate. It's good. It's good stuff. Um, and it's like a Swiss tier chocolate, but it's not, you know, it's the same price as like what Hershey's would be in America. It's like, it's, it's like Europe's Hershey's. Look at it that way. Um, and I've just seen in succession over the course of like years, the expansion of the section for that in gas stations and grocery stores that has now exploded to, uh, I was in a gas station the other day, it was like a rest stop, and they all have the same little cafe, the little espresso bar where you walk up and can get an espresso for like half a euro. Um, but the rest of the store was all like, duty-free gift shop here, like giant versions of everything. They have a cookie here that is um, very similar to Oreo, and it's called Ringo. Uh, and it's um, it's it's pretty good. They're, they're not bad, or I'll always be partial to Oreo. But Ringo, they make these like Ringo, they call it Maxi Tubo, and it's a tube of cookies that are the size of Oreos that are stacked in a tube, kind of like Wrinkles chips, uh, that's as, as tall as like an adult male. So it's like a six foot tube of cookies. 
six foot tube of like sugary gum, six foot tube of licorice, six foot tube. Like this is what they have in the gas station on the rest stops and the highways. I mean, the meme of America, like slamming big gulp slushy, you know, Mountain Dew, chocolate, popcorn, KFC shit. Like I'm kind of like, uh, have you seen a European rest stop? Like Auto Grill and some of these places, it's like, holy fuck. Um, so yeah, it's a, uh, that's another thing that's coming. And they've, you know, they've already exported the politics um, from America. Now I think that's probably a little bit more overstated. There's probably a lot of projection um, with that, but, but they have in terms of Finkelfink, but that's been, they've been doing that for a long time. Um, they would like to get down to a two-party sort of duopoly, but they, they haven't quite got there. But they still use like the same same sort of strategy. Sorry for the bumping and all the swaying of the camera. It's, it's really gay. Uh, so what else? What else is there to bitch about? Uh, they just do shit that doesn't make sense. They're just a lot of shit. And it's not even just like, oh, they're not doing it the American way. It's like they just do shit that doesn't make sense. Uh, they the way they organize themselves, like the way that they, it, this is why these people needed fascism. They needed someone to do the organizing for them from the North. And that's why I can sort of, you know, I hear the, the plight of like the Southern Italian, but like, I also sympathize with, uh, my niggas in the Po River Valley, the Bavaria of Italy, uh, where Italian fascism was born. Um, and kind of being frustrated with people like of lower caste admixture. Um, and the Italians that most people in America are familiar with are the ones from the South. Those are the ones that came to America en masse. Um, the ones in the North, I don't think Americans have a lot of experience with uh, because they are, those, those people didn't come over. And the further North you go in Italy, they're more it's like Germany and Switzerland. Um, and th wh why would those people leave? No reason to leave. So people don't have a lot of experience with th those types of Italians. They only have the kind of experience with the, uh, the, the Mamma Mia, Wonder Bread, WAP types in America. And, you know, uh, the Mario, do, da, 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 do, which is fine. I mean, you know, they're, they're, I definitely consider those people white. Um, but if there's a question about race, it, it, it comes down to like how they act. Um, so anyway, there's more, I got more to say on that shit, but I gotta get gas. So I'll catch you guys in a bit.
non tutta gente ci può dire sì, ma solo veramente vali, tu cuori pece pronto a soffrire, e ganci a casa penali, dalla galera comincia la scuola, e tutta l'arte si può imparare. E quando ne ci voli ancora, a prove sangue che faci tremare. Cerca permesso se tu vorrai sì. E si ti dino si non ti fermare, ma stai attento chi si può morire, e chi parre tu non si può tornare, cerca permesso si tu vuoi sì, e si ti dino si non ti fermare, ma stai attento chi si può morire, e chi parre tu non si può tornare. You're listening to Resolution Radio, Radio, Radio. ResolutionRDO.com Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest-priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, Get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-777-BERKEY. 